Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Golden Vibe Podcast. This is Valentine Jambatista. I'm so excited to share this brand new episode with you today um, with Ashley Holly. She is a yoga teacher and trainer from Toronto, Canada, and my yoga teacher and trainer, and one of my most probably biggest inspirations in my yoga journey. So let's give a big warm welcome to Ashley Holly. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. It's so good. To so chat welcome with you. everybody. Um, Ashley Holly. She is one of my biggest inspirations as a yoga teacher. Um, you've been teaching and training yoga teachers for over ten years, and also kind of, I guess, just a couple years new mom. So yes. yeah. Wow. So so excited to have you. Um, and. Um, yeah, I just like I'm like, woo! I, we haven't talked in so long. I, I know it's been it's been a while. Yeah. Um, so anyway, how's everything going? There's so much you're offering, so many things um, that people need right now, especially in the pandemic. So we're gonna get all into that, um, all the new things, all the new offerings. Um, but basically, me and Ashley met at Y Yoga um, a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, like maybe I, I don't want to say 10 years because that sounds like a really long time, but maybe five or six years ago. Yeah, maybe five or six years ago. And I remember the first time I came to your class, I felt like I had new hips after. Oh. <laughs> I, I left the room and I was like, oh my God, I have new legs. I have a new body. And I was just like blown away. So Ashley's definitely been one of my major inspirations. Also, you, you literally taught me in yoga as well. So yeah. Um, yeah, amazing. Can't recommend that enough. Um, but yeah, so anyway, how's how have you been doing? I've been good. I mean, it's been um, it's been quite the year in the fitness world because the fitness world got shut down. Um, but I've been able to pivot and adjust and kind of like dance my way through all of these changes that keep dropping dropping out in front of us. And so I'm still teaching regularly. I'm still running trainings. I'm still hosting classes. They're just a little a little less uh, touchy and hands-on because most of them are on Zoom nowadays. But um, but yeah, I'm so glad to still be integrated and uh, immersed in the, the movement world. Yeah, and I think it's, it's so interesting because even if things may be a little bit different or weird, especially in the wellness industry right now, I think that ultimately this pivot is really gonna help us in the future because it is like super draining to sometimes be a yoga teacher or a healer or, or any sort of guide or teacher where you're literally running around all day, every day, constantly, and it's not really sustainable. So it's kind of, I feel like it's making it a little bit more sustainable as, as teachers. To, well, yeah. To, yeah. And there's, it's funny, I used to, um, I'll never forget like my second year of teaching, I was teaching a lot of hot yoga and I went to my naturopath and I was like, I'm always sick. Like sometimes I feel like I'm going to puke, like I'm so dehydrated, what's going on? And she prescribed me um, rehydration salts. And it was, you know, I was literally biking between studios on like the East End, the West End, like down by the Harbor Front yeah. up at Young Eglinton, I'm in Toronto, um, all day going to teach different yoga classes. And I was exerting so much energy. I wasn't eating proper meals. I wasn't drinking enough water. And and the yoga teacher hustle and the burnout was, mm -hmm. was so real. And now, 
you know, I'm at home. I have like my leftover chicken roast from last night that I can eat between my five Zoom classes and yeah. I'm not scrambling around and I'm always on time. It's, you know, there's there's always a silver lining with, mm -hmm. with change if we're willing to see it and if we're willing to 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 take a breath and say okay this is what it is right now and how can i make the best of this scenario and so you know i know in my community a lot of yoga teachers that i'm surrounded with and students were moms and the cost yeah. of childcare to go and teach a class including the commute was often more than what we made back yeah. to that class financially um so so there's definitely pros and cons to the the new world of yoga and movement and fitness yeah a hundred percent and it, it you're really like it's so true like it really is in the perspective that you look at it and like this there is a blessing in disguise here but at first of course I like freaked out I was like oh my god <laughs> like what am I gonna do now you can't even deal anyway like and so it's it, it really is like a gift in disguise but I definitely like I'm like one of those people like I guess I guess now before not so much but I literally of course the beginning were, was like I'll teach anything anywhere anytime for any price like let's do it and mm -hmm. so now it really does create this and also the boundaries between like the clients and the teachers and stuff because you don't have that I have to be at the studio half an hour before or after or mm -hmm. let's say like for example like all the clients want to talk and like of course like you know there's a lot of like you meet great people when you're teaching but sometimes it's a very draining as well I found that aspect a lot especially with yin and restorative yeah. um, there's a lot of people that need and I, I need healing too like everyone needs healing but it's just yeah I love the that when you turn off the computer it's done and you can go back to whatever you know anyways I'm sure we'll get more into that but so actually I need to ask you what is your sign I know you're a Capricorn I'm a Capricorn December 25th Capricorn yes through and, and through it, this it, goat must climb always yes yes and um you know you, you literally are like such a leader and like if there was a ceo in the yoga business like you would be it um <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure like one time do you know your moon and rising sign oh something is something sad I, for sure yeah i think there's some sag in there but i also think there is my husband's gemini and i think yeah. that there might also be gemini like I do yeah. know, but I don't. Yeah, I also don't yeah. know. I think when, once we did actually look it up, like at Harbor Fund <laughs> or something, but I don't remember, but I definitely remember that you had lots of stage in your chart because yeah. you, you have like this adventurous spirit and like you're literally always like, Need, like there's like an inspiration factor and like a culture and like a, a really like a hunger for like knowledge and like wisdom and like all of that. Mm -hmm. And that really, I always felt come up, came across in your classes because there was always like a story or like a like a, a lesson or like a teaching that was so like, not just esoteric, but like really valuable. So like that is, yeah, such a Sag Capricorn thing. But anyway, <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so Ash, I need to ask you, so what, ins what inspires you like right now, um, this year, last year, currently? Oh man, well, you know, I, I, my kids, my kids are my mm -hmm. whole wide world. I have a one-year-old and a three-and-a-half-year-old, and they are like these... Oh, I feel like as adults, we really complicate things. We, we really make life a lot more difficult than it needs to be, and having a newborn baby at the beginning of the pandemic may sound like the worst thing ever, um, mm -hmm. but it actually created this this anchor for me, this place to focus and put my energy and pour my love and my 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 spirit into. 
And then these kids gave back to me laughter and play and joy. And they were constantly like, let's go outside. Like, who cares if we only have the backyard to play in and the house to play in? Like, this is a giant mansion of mystery, you know? So mm-hmm. so my kids have really, they, they are my gurus. They've totally enlightened me throughout my whole motherhood, but especially in this in this past year with with the way that they see the world. They just, their rose-colored glasses are the best on earth. Um, yeah, so my babies. Yeah, so, so, so cute. And it's it's so funny how like life changes and, and things happen and like, it really is like the divine timing of like that. Like I, I know a lot of like colleagues and friends that also had babies in 2020 mm-hmm. and they also say the same thing. Like you think, well, it's obviously always, there's a, maybe a little bit of fear or like, you know, you're just worried because it's just natural instinct. Mm-hmm. But to to have that as like such a gift in such a time when there's so much like, you know, maybe not so good energy in the world or there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of stress and like stuff mm-hmm. like that, um, such a light. So yeah, congratulations. I, I'm Thanks. like, it's just like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they literally are the cutest too, like little boys. Um, so also now can you tell us what um, you do a little bit more and, and also why you do it? Like about your offerings, like what made you start like getting into it, yoga and all of this mm-hmm. stuff? And like, how did that kind of unravel? Yeah, I mean, I started I started teaching yoga. Ironically enough, I finished my master's degree, went a ton of money in debt. Um, in I was studying international relations and international development, and I did a lot of different development work and worked at different charities. And it was actually during one project where I was working with cancer survivors that I had this recognition and realization that a lot of these these people who were suffering were benefiting more from their meditation and yoga practices and this was from their own stories their anecdotal stories that they told me then they were from the support programs different nonprofits were offering them and um, and this really threw me off because I just spent like seven years of my life traveling the whole world studying like deep in the grind you know I had these big dreams of working with the United Nations and doing development work um, and then I had a moment where I realized that maybe the the development work that I had to do was first with myself I had to really get to know myself and heal myself if I wanted to help others and then could I take the healing that I'd learned and studied and share it with other people who were suffering and help them and my journey eventually led me back to downtown Toronto and I taught like in the middle of the big towers for years and years and years to what I would call the most stressed out people in all of my global travels they were they were right here in my backyard and um, and so I've continued that journey but now I do what I do um, differently right so I'm not in studio I'm not traveling running workshops I'm not like teaching naked yoga at Burning Man I am (laughs) I'm in my 30s now and uh, I'm I'm anchored downtown Toronto and my clients online are all over the world which is so wild I don't think I ever Mm -hmm. thought like I'm running a training next month and I have students you know from 
four different provinces across Canada and one is coming from America and one is coming in from Senegal. Like that's just such a cool yogic experience that we get to have together. Um, and then I, I launched a company during the start of the pandemic with my little baby in tow. Literally, I had him in my baby carrier and I would go from client to client and I started teaching workouts outside people's windows. So that was window workout. Um, and and that continues now. I still go to clients' houses on a weekly basis and they, they're inside their homes. I'm outside their homes and I teach them fitness and yoga from outside their window. So... That's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, that's like literally such a glorious idea. And I could definitely see and think that obviously in the spring and summer, it's going to get way busier because of the weather and how nice it is. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot yeah. of things too, like people are starting to get vaccinated. Um, and so in many cases, people are waiting and like really eagerly waiting to do fitness outside in their backyards and in public parks and so we're just waiting for the green light right now from Doug Ford they've um literally today it's it's on the government's agenda to talk about outdoor fitness and the second we Mm -hmm. get the green light for that I want to be just out there in the world teaching in every park and every backyard and bringing bringing like fitness and energy and vibrancy and strength and some calm to everyone because we're all like myself included like this year has has really shook us all and I think the mental healing the mental health the physical health healing aspect that we need is going to start this summer I think this is like this is when it's happening we're resetting now go time yeah totally and I think I've never seen like people that I know like my dad's like an old Italian man. Like everyone, like a lot of people, they are open to yoga, um, like any sort of root, like any sort of branch from the tree of like energy or emotional healing or like working on themselves mentally. Like I've never seen so many people that were so against it before to be like, you know what, I'm gonna give that a try or I'm really curious about that or I'm reading this book or, and so these like people that don't, would never even, you know, maybe come to like, or do a window workout or, you know, do yoga in the park or any sort of fitness, they're gonna be, it's gonna be like overwhelming, I think for, for people to now come into and like, you know, shift and change and like really get involved in like this kind of realm. So I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think it's an amazing idea. Like seriously, it's, it's like so, so good. Um, (laughs) So, so what is your experience of like being an entrepreneur? And also you talked a little bit about it already, but being self-employed, being an entrepreneur, like before the pandemic and also now as well, like you talked a little bit about it already, but Yeah. No, you know what? I can like, like the first thing that comes to my mind is that before the pandemic, I was, I mean, you know me, you've known me for a long time. I've always kind of had my out there ideas and just gone with them. If I, if I have a creative vision, I pursue it. But, um, but prior to the pandemic as an entrepreneur, there was, there was this feeling a of competition with other people in my industry and b a feeling of, um, what is the word like a little bit of fear a little bit of nervousness about about putting things out to the world and after the pandemic i think my first social media post about window workout was it was so candid and so real to answer this question it was like hey i have this idea it's totally absurd but you know what the world's about to end so i'm gonna do it anyway and that, yeah. that's kind of like the what the pandemic did to me like i i don't i i'm not worried about um 
you know, social graces anymore. If, mm-hmm. if I wholeheartedly believe that something is going to be valuable to other people and bring them joy and bring them healing and bring them positive energy in these dark times, I'm going to do it and I will continue to do it. And so being an entrepreneur is, is actually quite liberating in this time, at least for me in my own experience. I mean, I don't own a brick and mortar studio. If I did, it would be absolutely a completely different story, but my overhead is nil because my office is like, you know, my, my kitchen table. Yeah. Yeah. And like your bedroom and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, I, 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 it, it really is like so beautiful to see like how people are pivoting from like, like serious hustle and also hustling in different ways. And also I find that like, this is going to change like the whole industry of like, like you said, like you're literally doing a yin yoga training next month online and you have people all over the world joining it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like that wouldn't have been possible if you would be doing it downtown in a studio, like around four walls, like you have to be there. Like this is just opening up like the, it's like literally a portal of, you know, anyone can jump in and heal and decide and like people might want to work with you for a really long time, but now they have the option to from anywhere in the world. And there's something, you know, as, as an independent contracting yoga teacher, there, there's been a benefit for me of not having, you know, the, the studio as the middle person between me and the client relationship, I get to build that relationship independently with my client now. And, um, and I get to control my schedule completely. And yeah. so there, there is a lot more liberty. And then one other thing I'll say about, about this past year is that, you know, in the past year, so much has come to light related to, to Black Lives Matter and Asian hate. And it's created this dialogue online, predominantly because we're not in person, but <laughs> about, you know, what we're doing as, as I'm a white yoga teacher. So what am I doing in this space? And, and it's forced me to really stop and look and reflect on my role in this space and bring in other healers and teachers and leaders to help educate me and I'll do this in my upcoming training as well about the things that I think were bypassed previously. So, I mean, as a as an entrepreneur in this industry, the past year really has had so many gifts that I hope we'll, we'll be able to take with us as the world eventually returns back to in-person study. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. And I think it's so important too, because this is, it, well, I think it's like literally the biggest shift, like wherever, well, maybe not the biggest shift we're ever going to see, but it's the biggest shift we've ever seen, like ever mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. But it's literally the world is changing. And like, I feel like it's, there's like, you know, there's, it's, we're on like a tipping scale right now of like all of this, all of like one side, there's so many polarities and there's so many things happening. Mm-hmm. But like, that what the world definitely does need is like a lot of healing and a lot and people as well will value more like mm-hmm. the healing and like taking care of themselves and like investing and like fairness and equality and all mm-hmm. of that together mm-hmm. so that's like really great that you're like marrying the two together and mm-hmm. yeah I, I I um yeah it's it's just so great um so what so we were you already kind of said who is your main inspiration mm-hmm. um but wh- i'm asking everyone the, this is the question because it's like the golden vibe podcast so like what keeps you goals like do you have any like daily rituals or um things that you swear by like you know in in your like daily practice like anything that you do sleep Sleep. Like, Sleep. I like, yeah, yeah, really. I know it sounds simple and like it's not sexy. It's not like 
a mm-hmm. special herbal tea or like a, a candle or a fragrance. It's, it's, it's literally sleep. I mean, I have two kids who wake up at least three times a night between them. So I'm on like a three hour sleep cycle. And, and I, if I can, I will take a nap. I um, I try to sleep in and, and trade in and out with my partner every day um, mm-hmm. because that that is what fuels me and what energizes me. And if I have like a bad day or a bad conversation and I just need like I don't go and read a book, I don't go for a run, I sleep. And that is that is my that's my my golden ticket to to everything. And I'm so yeah. excited for when my kids actually sleep through the night and then like, I don't know who I'll be with eight hours straight, but just wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I seriously believe in the power of sleep too. It's amazing and transformative <laughs> and not everyone can, you know, wake up at a certain time and do certain things. So yeah, this, it's like very, very important. And I think also as well, like I'm not the kind of person that thinks like, oh, like I, if I get less sleep and I work more, then that's more valuable or more productive. Mm-hmm. Sleep is actually one of the most productive things you can do to feel good, mm-hmm. like nervous system, everything, stress levels. So yeah, so simple, so good. And, and I, um, I really like promote this with my students too. Like if you can't sleep, if you're exhausted, you know, you can put on a yoga nidra like audio recording or guided meditation or throw your legs up the wall or do a yin yoga session. And a lot of times, you know, I used to go to the sensory deprivation tank. That was another sleep hack that I had, the float center in Toronto. Um, But these are all ways that you can, can access the benefits of sleep without necessarily getting, getting a nap. So that is, that's, that's what I do. Yeah, no, totally. So good. And so can you tell us a little bit more about the stuff that you're offering at the moment? So we have the window workout, we Mm -hmm. have the yin yoga training next month. Mm -hmm. And also is that, is that not also like, uh, together with the Reiki as well with Amanda? Yeah. So, um, so it's a yin yoga teacher training that also includes the level one Reiki certification. And, um, we built this out I think it was two years ago, we've written like a 300 page manual and we tackle everything from the history of yin yoga and Reiki to the actual bone structure in different bodies to looking at bodies and doing body reading to fascial release to traditional Chinese medicine meridian theory and um, we try to pull it all together in one cohesive place and give our, our students and future teachers access to the information that we didn't get when we first started started studying yoga. So I think that um, we've tried to create this training that's really holistic and really inspirational and really visceral. Like you're in the poses, you're doing the work, you're doing the practice, you're journaling, you're like, you're, you're immersed and it's, um, it's pretty exciting. I can't wait to do it. So yeah. And then in addition to that, I'm constantly putting together online programs. I run, um, online programs for mamas that are pregnant, for uh, students who want to have something that drops in their mailbox every, in their mailbox, in their inbox every, every week. So I have like longer term programs and I run Sunday night um, yin classes, which I've done since the beginning, but this time they're on Zoom. Yeah. Um, And just, can I just say about the training? So I did my yin training with you, like, I guess like six or ish years ago. I know. I just, I love so much how you hold the space and how when, after I did your yin yoga training, I actually felt like confident enough to go out literally the next day and teach yin yoga, which is something I, with all the trainings I've done, like sometimes you do a training and you're like, okay, that was great. But like, I do not know how to teach that. Like I have to practice for a long time. I'm not sure about that. So like 
that's the one thing like you really do give the students the true true like the essence of confidence to like go out there and know what they're talking about to be real to be with like to touch to all of it and then mm-hmm. what a beautiful thing to be able to like be sitting in your pajamas at home and be learning from you like that's like so <laughs> great like you know what I mean like you don't need to show Thank up at the you. studio you don't need to get on the, tr- the tram or the train or like whatever yeah. you can just literally get up and just like be learning such like amazing knowledge and yin is so life-changing it's like after I did your training actually I my whole life like did a flip it totally <laughs> it was, like, did you you disappeared you like yeah to Europe and started running trainings and I I just remember seeing everything pop up and I was like oh Valentine where are you now what are you doing now it was so like, cool it's so cool I watching couldn't like it was like literally at the end of that I was like I did the the week training and then at the end of that it was literally like oh my god I'm moving to Europe next week and I was like I can't believe it <laughs> but I needed the tools from the training that you taught to like actually be successful where I went so it was insane oh that's yeah. so cool that's so, so cool. good and then also the window workout is still being offered yeah yeah so absolutely. all through the spring summer mm-hmm. and until um, it's until it's totally safe to teach outside and th- there are some students who you know one of my students is immunocompromised and despite having the vaccine they still prefer to do their workouts through through the safe window of the glass and that's totally fine so we're gonna always have that offering out there so long as people want it my mission mm-hmm. like my purpose my goal is just to keep people moving and connecting and reflecting and that's it like I, I really really believe in the power of movement and the power of connection and in the power of reflection and if if all I do in my life is help people do those three things I think that that's 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 absolutely sufficient yeah and it's it's almost well I, I know like you've helped so many people like it's so healing like seriously one of the best restorative and yin like at all like that I've ever been to because you know I think it's like the teachers you find like you just mm-hmm. like you just kind of it's like the voice it's like the style of teaching it's like the the way mm-hmm. um but you're just such a good teacher and guide and like the way that you teach is like seriously it, it is real and it is like you don't you don't get that like a lot and you can feel it in your teachings like what you just said about like helping people reflect and connect and stuff like that you know what I mean good yeah so so good and so um so yeah so what is your favorite quote uh my favorite quote so there's there's two i i would say the first one is que sera sera oh my gosh love whatever will be will be i literally like when i was in labor i made a birthing playlist and i just at the end of my both my labors with my babies i just kept playing that song over and over and i was like okay whatever is gonna happen here is gonna happen i have to throw my hands in the air and let go of control because i can't i can't change the situation right now um yeah so, so really like that's same with covid this last year i was like okay sarah, sarah. i i can't change this reality i'm going to instead like dance in the chaos and and find my way in this this stormy weather but um but that and then there's that poem and i know you know this poem that i've read in so many of my classes and um it is the oriah mountain dreamer poem and it's too long to read on the podcast but it's um it's brilliant so people want so good so it, they can google it Yes, and also so and and where where can people find you if they want are interested in the Yin Yoga training, Reiki Level One, also um, like any of your online classes or window yeah. workouts. 
Yeah. So you can find me on my, um, on my website. It's www.windowworkout.com. Um, or you can follow me on Instagram at Ashley Holly. Uh, yeah, or you can like come and hang out in the local parks in my neighborhood and you'll find me there with my kids <laughs> chasing them. So good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, so Ash, thank you so much for coming on here and speaking. I'm gonna put all of Ashley's information about everything in the show notes and then also on the post on Instagram if you need to find her. You will find her through there if you don't remember what was just said. But <laughs> thank you so much for coming on and chatting and for your time. Um yeah, I'm so I'm so happy we got to have a little catch up. Yeah, so good to hear your voice and um, maybe we'll see you soon. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going, but we'll figure it out. It's literally <laughs> it's very quesarasara for me right now too, but I'm, I'm yeah, I'm really excited to be here and of course if you're um, teaching outside and I'm still here, I'll definitely try to pop by one of those classes. Good. 100%. Good, good, good. Thank you, Valentine. Thank you so much, Ashley. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye.